0: Welcome to Ashwood, dark stories for bright minds. Fidelity. It seemed to Baxter as if he had spent every day of his life with Chloe. When he woke up in the morning, she was the first thing on his mind. When he was busy with work, it was for her that he did it all. On the rare occasion that he found a moment of leisure, he usually spent it somewhere close to Chloe, just so that he could hear her sweet voice. At the end of every day, Baxter would put himself to sleep by praying for her, the object of his undying love. On the other hand, Chloe hardly noticed Baxter, Baxter was a simple, plain man, while she was the most beautiful girl in town. On top of that, she was the daughter of Mr. Ledger, the wealthiest and most powerful man in town. Her days were spent in luxury. She wore the finest dresses and ate the best foods. She never worked, so she spent most of her days trying different hobbies, inviting friends over to the house, and going shopping. Her life was made all the easier because of the many servants her father had at home. Baxter was one of those servants. He was Mr. Ledger's most trusted servant. Unlike most of the other household staff, Baxter could read, write, and do math in his head. Because of this, Baxter accompanied Mr. Ledger wherever he went. He would take notes whenever it was needed. He would double-check transactions to make sure nobody was stealing money. He would even read, write, and deliver most of Mr. Ledger's letters and packages. It was because of those duties that Mr. Ledger trusted Baxter more than anybody else. Baxter was happy to be Mr. Ledger's confidant, and he hoped that their relationship would help in his favor. That is because Baxter had been working toward one goal for as long as he could remember marrying Chloe. He knew that in his current state it could never happen. He was a servant there would be no chance of Mr. Ledger or Chloe approving of such a thing. However, if he worked hard enough and continued to earn Mr. Ledger's trust, he hoped to be given a job in Mr. Ledger's company, earn his own wage, and be able to provide for Chloe in a manner that was befitting of a woman like her. Baxter had been dropping hints to Mr. Ledger for a long time now, hoping to be given an official job. He showed interest in the company, offered advice, and even stepped in when things were falling behind. Unfortunately, as of yet, Mr. Ledger seemed to be completely oblivious to it all. Baxter knew that every day that passed made it less possible of ever marrying Chloe. He grew up alongside her and had loved her since he was a child. However, she had been of age for some time now, and there were plenty of men falling at her feet. It was only a matter of time before Mr. Ledger decided to give her hand to the most eligible man possible. If Baxter could not convince his boss to allow him a job within the company and out of the house staff, then there was no chance for him. Unfortunately, the hints were not working. So Baxter decided his best plan was to continue working with Mr. Ledger, hoping for the right time to ask for a job outright. No subtle suggestions just plain honesty. Mr. Ledger seemed especially distracted and distant lately, but Baxter knew an opportunity would come along sooner or later. Finally, it did. Mr. Ledger called Baxter into his reading room and asked him to shut the door. Baxter was overjoyed to see that Mr. Ledger seemed to be in a happy mood for the first time in months. With a wide grin on his face, he motioned to Baxter to have a seat in the chair across from him. It was a cold winter night. There was a full moon, but there were clouds slowly drifting in the sky. As a result, the windows would periodically draw the light out of the large office, leaving the two of them in total darkness except for the single lamp burning on Mr. Ledger's desk. Just as quickly, the windows would flood the room with moonlight once again. The constant back and forth gave Baxter a strange and unsettling feeling in his stomach. On top of that, he was painfully nervous to finally have Mr. Ledger's full attention. As Baxter sat down in the chair in front of Mr. Ledger, his legs almost gave out as the sickly feeling seemed overwhelming for a moment. Mr. Ledger continued smiling in silence at Baxter from across the desk. Baxter used the time to breathe slowly in an attempt to calm his nerves. He waited patiently as Mr. Ledger seemed lost in his own thoughts and the light continued coming in and out across the man's face. At once he was vivid and pale with eyes that were illuminated and welcoming. The next he was dark with shiny beads for eyes. The only constant were those bright teeth in his wide smile. As much as Baxter tried to relax there was something deeply foreboding about the situation. At last Mr. Ledger began to speak motioning to the paper and writing materials on the desk, he asked Baxter to write a letter. The simplicity of the request helped to ease Baxter's nerves a little bit, but his hand was still shaking as he dipped the pen in the ink and waited for the instruction. Mr. Ledger spoke with intention as he ordered Baxter to write the first line. It was addressed to a man named Philip Gray. Baxter recognized the name. He was a young and wealthy man that lived on the other side of town. Baxter had seen the handsome man once or twice, but never had the pleasure of an introduction. Mr. Ledger continued dictating the letter to Baxter in what seemed more like a well-rehearsed speech than his usual letters. Baxter mindlessly wrote down everything his boss dictated. In his concentration to maintain his own composure, he had barely even paid attention to what was being said. His master went on and on with absolute glee in his voice. He waved his arms and looked up to the sky outside as if speaking to the moon herself. Meanwhile, Baxter scribbled down the words in the best writing he could manage with his shaking fingers. The room began to spin and Mr. Ledger's voice seemed to fade away into the distance. Baxter struggled to concentrate on writing, but his efforts seemed to be failing. Suddenly, Baxter came crashing back into reality as he perceived the mention of Chloe's name. Baxter had instantaneously become perfectly aware that Mr. Ledger was writing about his daughter. Now Baxter was giving his full attention to the words spilling out of his master's mouth. It became painfully clear that this letter was a response. Philip Gray had asked for Chloe's hand in marriage, and Mr. Ledger was answering that request. Slowly, as Mr. Ledger was leading up to his answer, Baxter felt his affliction melt away. In its place was a growing rage deep in his gut. His hand no longer shook as he wrote. Instead, he clenched the pen tightly in a fist, writing with a mountainous hatred for the recipient of these written words. Finally, after a series of sickening sentences composed of words of admiration and congratulations for Philip, Mr. Ledger gave his definitive response. He approved of the marriage. By the time he was done writing the letter, Baxter's knuckles were pale white from clenching the pen so hard. Mr. Ledger clapped his hands against the desk and let out a grunt of delight. Baxter gently placed the pen in its mount in complete silence. He waited anxiously for the next order from his boss, and soon he had it. Mr. Ledger asked Baxter to deliver the letter first thing in the morning. Baxter gave a short nod, rolled up the letter, and left the office without a word. Usually he would not dare be so disrespectful. But in the moment, Baxter would not dare open his lips to speak. Otherwise, he knew he would be unable to control what words came out. That night, Baxter could not sleep. He remained completely still in his bed, facing the ceiling, feeling his rage grow stronger with every slow breath he took. His heart beat so loudly, he wondered if it would wake anyone in the house. All the while, he strung together agonizing thoughts of his beloved Chloe in the arms of Philip Gray. Baxter had never even met Philip, but now he knew that he hated the awful man. He imagined Chloe saying her vows to Philip. Images flowed through his mind of the two of them kissing, hugging, and even worse. It made him sick. Finally, after several hours, Baxter realized he would be unable to sleep. Instead, he got up, got dressed again, and decided to bring the letter to Philip's house and have it delivered before Philip ever woke up. Baxter took his horse in a full gallop all the way across town to Philip's house. The clouds had disappeared, so the full moon illuminated everything, making the ride easier than he had expected. By the time he arrived, the sky was just beginning to develop some cover over the hills to the east. Baxter tied his horse to the post out front and walked quietly as possible to the front door of the house. He had seen the house many times but had never been this close. It was massive. Baxter could not tell if this house was bigger than Mr. Ledger's. A pang of jealousy struck him as he glared at the huge front doors. Knocking on the door made him uncomfortable, as if by touching them he would get an infectious disease. At this hour, Baxter knew it would be a while before one of the servants would arrive to the door. So, as soon as he knocked, he turned around and stared out at his horse. To his surprise, however, only a few seconds had passed before he heard the latch on the door. He turned quickly around, holding out the letter, expecting some half-dressed servant, with the sleep still in their eyes. Baxter was horrified to see none other than Philip Gray himself on the other side of the threshold. He had a pleasant smile on his handsome face. He was wearing a nightshirt, but it was clear that the man had already been awake for some time. Philip gave a short laugh and invited Baxter inside. Wondering what he might be laughing at, Baxter soon realized that he had been frozen in place, holding out the letter with his mouth wide open in shock. He felt very embarrassed and quietly followed Philip through the door. Philip offered a chair to Baxter in the living room where there was already a burning fire, and excused himself for a moment. Baxter was left alone to examine his surroundings in silence. In the dancing light from the fireplace, Baxter saw that the house seemed even more grand on the inside. Mr. Ledger's house was old-fashioned and well-made, but Philip's house was new and made in the modern fashion. It was painful for Baxter, because he knew that Chloe would love it. Soon, Philip returned with some tea and poured it out for Baxter. The teapot was beautiful. It was a heavy cast-iron orb with a hand-painted ceramic finish. Baxter was shocked to be served by someone like Philip. He quietly took the cup from the man. He quickly remembered himself and blurted out a thank you, to which Philip gave a pleasant nod and began sipping from his own cup. "'I'm sure you are not used to being treated this way.' said Philip, in between sips of tea. I recognize you as Mr. Ledger's company. I want you to know that I don't really believe I am better or worse than you are. I know Mr. Ledger is still stuck in his ancient ways, but I do not treat my servants the way he does. Philip must have sensed that this was making Baxter angry, so he quickly added, Not that Mr. Ledger is a bad person. In fact, I believe he is one of the greatest men out there. I'm just saying his ways can be a bit old-fashioned. Right now, my servants are all asleep, and I would not dare to wake them this early just to answer the door. They work for me all day anyway. The least I can do is allow them a good night's rest. Baxter was astonished at the generosity of this man. He could think of nothing else to say except, but could they not hear me knocking on the door anyway? No, I allow them to sleep upstairs and at the back of the house. It is quietest over there, Besides, I am up early every morning, and I don't really want to wake them up. Again, Baxter was shocked. He had nothing else to say, so he simply sipped on his tea and felt it warming his body. After a few moments of silence, Philip set down his cup and asked Baxter what he was doing there. Baxter set down his own cup, pulled the letter from his lap where he had placed it before, and held it out. I have a letter from Mr. Ledger. Philip took it from Baxter and opened it with a wide smile. He immediately stood up and walked to the window. The sky was getting brighter, so Philip held the letter up to the light and read it with intent. Baxter watched as the man's eyes darted back and forth. His smile grew wider with every line he read. His lips moved quickly as the words flowed through his eyes and out his mouth in silence. Suddenly, a rage began to build inside Baxter again. It was the same rage he felt while writing those words. With every moment that passed, Baxter felt his dream slipping from his fingers. He felt as if Chloe was leaving him forever, moving to this house and giving herself to this man. Baxter needed to distract himself, so he leaned forward to pour himself another cup of tea. He grabbed the heavy teapot and gripped the handle firmly as he slowly poured it out and into his cup. He focused on the stream of tea sparkling in the firelight, trying to distract himself from the fact that his life was being completely ruined by this smiling man. Suddenly, Philip whispered, Oh, thank God, he said yes. At that moment, something happened inside Baxter. It was an action of instinct. Without any forethought, Baxter stood up quickly and hurled the heavy teapot at Philip. It made contact with the back of his head, making a loud crack. Baxter came to his senses just as quickly as he had lost them. He dove at Philip to catch him from falling. The teapot landed gently on a reading chair next to the window and slumped into it as if getting comfortable. Meanwhile, Baxter fumbled to save Philip from landing on the floor, but he was not quick enough. Philip's body crashed onto the hard floor, hitting the back of his head once again. Baxter scooped him up and began slapping his face, trying to wake him. Philip stared back at Baxter with blank, lifeless eyes. Hours later, Baxter was sitting in Mr. Ledger's office, handing him a new letter. It was written by Baxter, but it had Philip's seal on it. Baxter waited patiently for Mr. Ledger to finish reading. He felt a mix of emotions as he watched Mr. Ledger's face drop into a terrible frown. Mr. Ledger finished it, set it down, and stared at the floor for a few moments. Finally, he asked Baxter to call Chloe. Baxter sent one of the other servants to get her, and moments later she rushed into the room looking as happy as can be. She saw the letter on the desk with Philip's seal and joyfully asked what it said. However, As soon as she saw the look on her father's face, she knew it was not good news. Mr. Ledger began to explain what the letter said. Philip Gray had changed his mind. He never wanted to marry Chloe in the first place. The letter went on to say that he was leaving that morning and would be moving to Europe. The letter thanked Mr. Ledger for being so kind to him all those years. By the time Mr. Ledger had finished, Chloe was weeping loudly. Baxter quickly stepped forward to comfort her, and she squeezed him tightly, crying into his shoulder. This was the first time he had ever held her like this, and he had to concentrate on hiding his happiness. Yes, he knew she was sad now, but he also knew it was just a matter of time before she moved on. Soon, he would have a job where he could support her. He even hoped to buy Philip Gray's old house on the other side of town. Chloe excused herself and immediately ran upstairs to her bedroom. It was right over the office, on the third floor of the house, and they could hear her footsteps pound across the ceiling until she got to her bed. Then Mr. Ledger quietly stood up and exited the office, making his way down to the first floor of the house. Baxter was left alone in the office. He let out a sigh of relief and smiled. He stepped to the window of the office and looked out in the distance over the town. His plan had worked. He thought about everything that had happened that morning. He remembered the sense of relief he had when he realized that none of Philip's servants had heard the loud crack of the teapot or the sound of Philip's body slamming against the ground. They slept through everything. He went through the house and stole as much money and valuables as he could find. He found Philip's seal and stole that as well. Then he hauled it out behind the house and buried it under a tree in the wilderness. Then he returned and took Philip's body. He slumped it over his horse and took it out to the river. He threw it over the bridge and into the rushing current. It disappeared into the darkness of the water, and Philip knew it would never be seen again. Sitting in the stillness of the office now, Baxter remembered coming back home just as the sun was about to rise. He quickly grabbed a piece of paper and made up that letter. He sealed it with Philip's seal and had it ready just in time to deliver it to Mr. Ledger when he awoke. Baxter laughed to himself as he stared out the window, knowing that one day his dreams would come true. He looked out from the second floor office, enjoying the view. He could see the tree in the distance where he had hidden the valuables from Philip's house. On the other side of the landscape was the river where Philip now rested. Baxter felt courageous like never before in his life. He was finally taking what he deserved, and it felt good. He decided that in a few days, when everyone had moved on from the bad news, he would finally ask Mr. Ledger for the new job. If not, he could start his own business with what he had hidden under that tree. Baxter watched some birds flying in the distance. Suddenly, his view was obstructed. He watched helplessly as Chloe's body fell from the top of the window, her arms spread out on either side. She fell headfirst onto the ground, letting out a hideous crack. Baxter quickly ran outside in a hopeless attempt to save her. Just as he stepped outside, some of Philip's servants approached on their horses. One of them was carrying something, When they got closer, Baxter recognized it. It was a teapot with a large red stain. Today's story was written and narrated by me, Joey Kluge. Music and editing by Steven Reeder. If you enjoyed today's episode, we invite you to subscribe to this podcast. Also, it would be a great help to us if you could leave us a good review. You can learn more about Ashwood at www.ashwoodstories.com. We also have a store with Ashwood merchandise at the same address, www.ashwoodstories.com. You can also follow us on social media, at Ashwood Stories. As always, thank you for listening. Stay bright, everyone.